are listening to Motherhood in Black and White. Hello, podcast family. Welcome to Motherhood in Black and White. I am Kanji. And I'm Tara. And we are thrilled that you have decided to join the conversation this week. This week, we will be welcoming guest mom, Elise Tate, to our conversation as we talk about baby sign language and how important it is to communicate with our little ones. Tara, how has your week been so far? My week's been pretty good. It's been really crazy at work. There's a lot going on out there, but I'm hanging in and we're doing okay. How about you? Really glad to hear. We're doing well. Again, the continuation of 2020 into 2021 has been (laughs) one for the ages, but we are super well and healthy and, and, and doing okay. It's funny because we're talking about communicating with babies and infants. And we were getting Elise onto this show. It made me realize like, you know, what other people or things do we communicate with? And I realized my cat is really communicative. (laughs) So much so that I didn't pay attention to it before, but we have a five-year-old male tabby named Ginger Mm -hmm. and he is so loud. If I didn't know, you know, (laughs) you know, Ginger, Ginger and, but Ginger communicates with us in such important ways. Like, he will stand by the door if he wants to go outside and just stand there and meow as loud as he possibly can. If he wants to be fed, he goes and stands by um, the washing machine. <laughs> the food. You know, he yeah. stands by the washing machine where we keep the canned food and he oh, will wow. just go there and wait like, OK. But we've also realized that our entire existence on this planet is to make sure that this cat is happy. Like he does mm-hmm. not care about us and our well-being. He just wants uh-huh. what he wants when he mm-hmm. wants. That it. sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like that babies and right. infants. Yes. That's right. It all it all kind of revolves around them for quite some time. And it's challenging because the baby or the infant stage is, I think it was for me, the most difficult stage because I just didn't know what this little human wanted. Right? Right. Yeah. Especially when you first bring them home. I mean, eventually you can kind of pick up on cues and and maybe sort of kind of decipher it a little bit better. But man, those first few weeks where you just have zero idea and you have to test five different theories before you figure it out, it is hard. See, you said weeks. I struggled for years. (laughs) (laughs) I just didn't get it. He and I were not on that same wavelength. And it was just, I don't know what you want. You're dry. You've been fed. You know, you weren't tired. You've been burped. What is it that you want? And I just wish. Yeah. And, and that's why I'm I'm really glad that Elise is willing to share with our family some things that she's learned. And her book, Sign Me Up, is a wonderful resource that I wish I'd had. My only sign language story. And this is my, my, my favorite story about five-month-old Roman. Roman went uh-huh. to a daycare center, which taught sign language mm-hmm. to their babies. And I didn't realize it. So he was, I think, five or six months old. I stayed home with him for the first five months. But one day he came home and I put him in the high chair and he started putting his fingers together with his hands in front of his chest. And he was putting his fingers together as he was eating cheese. And I thought that he was clapping his hands and saying, yay, yay. And so yay, cheese. Yeah, in, resp- for sure. in response, he's putting right. his fingers together. So I started putting my fingers together and started singing the clap clap song. Um, and he would do that a lot when he was in his high chair. He would just put his fingers together and like, scream a little bit and I thought he was just clapping at me because I was an awesome amazing mom 100% yes <laughs> and then one day when I went to pick him up from the, the the daycare center I saw some kids in high chair giving that 
Same thing to the daycare provider. And I looked and I said, well, what is that kid doing? She said, oh, that's the symbol for more. We teach the kids <laughs> sign language. So all the time, my poor starving child, starving, right. he was asking, trying to tell you something. <laughs> he was trying to tell me that he was hungry and wanted more cheese. And I'm thinking he's applauding me for being a fabulous mother. That is what you're taking about. You're like, I know, I'm, I'm amazing. <laughs> Turns out he's a genius. He was a genius. And, <laughs> and babies know and are able to communicate in ways that we don't realize. Yeah. We are welcoming Elise Tate to the conversation, who is the author of Sign Me Up for a Happy Home. And Elise, in between being an author, a mom of two little ones and an NFL wife, and you were just sharing with us the craziness because we are reaching the end of NFL season and you are packing up and going home. So tell us a little bit about what that's like during the season and an off season and kind of you doing a lot of solo parenting while Golden's on the road. Share with us a little bit about kind of like your everyday motherhood journey. Oh my gosh. It's just, it's chaos. It's chaos. During the season, which luckily, praise the Lord, his season in the NFL is the shortest of all of the professional sports. So really, our season is only from like eh, August to January, depending on how far you go into the playoffs. You know, it could go to the first week of February. Hey, we've won a Super Bowl. So, you know, that was a longer, you always want it to go longer. But, you know, somewhere in between January to February. During the season, he works six days a week because, you know, he doesn't get weekends off. He plays on weekends. It is a regular total misconception. Like I heard what you just said, like, uh, you know, with him on the road and stuff like that doesn't happen. It's such a common misconception. So there's 16 home games. So you think eight home, eight away. So they're only gone those eight days that they have away games. Oh, okay. It's like a business trip is really how they all speak of it. That's like the terminology the NFL uses going on a business trip. They land play the game, depending on like there's a time zone change, they could go a night before, but sometimes not. Once they're on the buses, they're already, you know, TSA pre-checked. So when I travel to games, it's like I can maybe see him for 30 minutes after we kind of wait after behind the scenes, like in the family, like locker room area. And then they have to go right on the bus. And then it's actually annoying because he's home, you know, the NFL team's charter plane. So he's home within the exact amount of hours that it takes to fly. Yeah. And the families can't go on the planes. And so by the time I am literally like basically leaving the stadium, he's like, bye, babe, about to take off. Like, you know, (laughs) and then depending on like, I can't even get. So then we go to that, you know, the wives were, you know, going together to the airport and trying to catch a flight back. And if it's a night game, you can't catch a flight back that night. You got to stay. So You know, that's kind of something I used to do more. We're on year 11. We are the grandparents of the NFL. Yeah. The average lifespan is 3.2 years for an NFL player. So you've been in this lifestyle for a minute. You are grandma. Yes. I'm literally the grandma on the team. But you've been doing this with two little ones. And I think because of the fact that you're like grandmama, you're also super, super smart because didn't you have your kids really close to the end of the season? So your husband was home with you (laughs) when when London and Golden were born. So share with us a little bit about your two little ones, London and Golden. Yes, they're the little joys of my life. So London is almost three. Another chaos add to the mix. So we move home on Friday. Our cars were just put on 18 wheelers yesterday. We arrive Friday night. 
Saturday, Sunday, we are going to be moving all of our stuff back into our house because I'm crazy. Like, why would you add renting your house out during the season? (laughs) So I was like, I'm a finance background. Like, I'm all about the numbers. And I'm like, this X amount of dollars can pay our property taxes and this and that. And it was, it worked out. We rented it to a neighbor who was doing a remodel. So I was like, no brainer. So anyways, all our stuff's in the garage. We're going to come home. We have cousins and family coming over to help us put our stuff back in. And then Monday is London's third birthday. Wow. That's where I was getting with that. And then Tuesday, London and Golden, our son, Golden Tate the fourth, he's going to be two uh, the next month. They both start school on Tuesday. So like what a whirlwind. It's going to be like Friday move, weekend move in, and then birthday school. They've never been in school. Do you have like a plan for that first day of school? Like you should just go straight to the spa, right? Like I think after all of that, you get to just go relax. That is just normal life for me. That is like, I am, I swear to you, that is like, oh yeah, no, I will be coming right back working on this book, working on my partnerships for... I'm, I'm looking forward to them. So it's it's three days a week for four hours. And so for those four hours, I mean, honestly... I might sit outside in the parking lot on a hot spot and just work in peace, in quiet. No one yeah. can talk to me. And I could get, <laughs> I mean, you know, as, as parents, yeah. what you can get done with no one interrupting you for four hours. That's like, that's like three days worth of work. Yeah, it's true. And if somebody does try to interrupt you, Elise, you know the sign language term for <laughs> bath. You say, well, what is it I'm about to do? I'm going to take a bath. And how do we know the sign language sign? You make two fists, thumbs up, and you move your hands up and down. And I down. learned that you from your book. Girl, you know, yes. give me homework. Tara and I are great students, also known as nerds. So yes, yes me too. Your storyboard book, Sign Me Up for a Happy Home, is phenomenal. And I have a girlfriend who is eight months pregnant now, and I'm actually going to gift her this book. I hope she's not listening. Spoiler alert. Yes. <laughs> Here it is. Don't say your name. Maybe there's it's two the of them. It's the best okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so we really wanted to talk to you a little bit about this book, how um, parents can utilize it, and why it's so important to teach babies sign language. How did you first learn about baby sign language, Elise? Yes. I apologize in advance, like to get through this crazy, like the move NFL life. Like you didn't just invite me on the podcast. You invited me plus four, maybe five cups of coffee. So, so just uh, cut me off if you need to. Uh, We're ready. You got it. You're ready. Okay. The book, the background, and I'm going to try to condense this. It happened because of the public, because of my Instagram followers. I never thought a year ago that I would be where I am today, you know, on podcasts and talking about the book and just all of these organizations that we've partnered with to give back. And I mean, it's just been the biggest blessing, but it happened because of all of the genuine questions that moms were asking me daily. It was from hundreds to then it turned thousands of questions and The book happened as a response to basically me being like, I cannot answer all of these questions. It was, how did you teach London Sign? And what's the best book that you would recommend? And I didn't have like an all-inclusive starter sign book to recommend. I kind of was like, well, this one's great. It's a 
big glossary. It's a hundred words. It's, it's a little intimidating, but you know, it's, it's a hundred words. That's amazing. You can learn a hundred words. There's this one, but there's only six words in it. I would recommend buying two if you're going to buy that one. And I would, you know, it, it was just this ridiculous list of, I didn't have the book to recommend. Mm-hmm. So I started jotting down everything that I wish I had in one condensed resource books where it's like parenting for dummies or, you know, how to turn on a computer <laughs> for dummies. That's what I felt like I needed. I wish I had that. And I wanted to take out the intimidation factor of truly learning a new language, which was what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I wanted it to be a real resource for parents. I wanted the book to be diverse. You know, my children are half black. That's very important to me. I'm very cognizant of what comes in our home, all different skin shades. I've always believed in that. That's always been a huge part in my family's life. And then when the Black Lives Matter movement happened, it was really cool to say, this really matters to our family. And by the way, I have a published book that that shows this as well. Like this, this is part of who we are and this matters. All of the characters throughout the book, you'll see all types of diversity, but also not only with different ethnicities, but with different physical and cognitive abilities as well. That's just always been a huge, just soft place in my heart, just for different types of disabilities. And in in our Instagram, we call them different superpowers that different kids have. So you'll see, uh, you know, on milk, there's a little boy in a wheelchair. We have a diaper has a boy with Down syndrome. You know, we have the next book is awesome. We have kids with birthmarks and a cleft lip and just I just really want to show I want every kid to see themselves in one of my books. Yeah. So that's just like. I love that so much. I'm just crazy passionate about that. So I could go on forever, but I'm not even answering your question. Sorry. (laughs) No, no, that's okay. (laughs) And I didn't want to interrupt you because what you're saying, and I'm so curious just about how people get into baby sign language. Yes. And so. Yes. Thank you for satisfying this curiosity because it's something that, you know, as someone who is a hearing able person. It was not something I ever thought about. Right. But it is a way of communicating with babels. Excuse me, with babels. It is a way of communicating with babies who lack the verbal skills. So tell us how you got into teaching baby sign language to London first and then to Golden. And if you wouldn't mind, share with us how baby signing has changed your family life and dynamics. You and those five cups of coffee. Bring it. Bring us this. Yes. All right. (laughs) All right. Uh, Best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. Let's go. Um, No free advertising on there. Just kidding. (laughs) I'm not in drinking Folgers. That's just like. Shout out Folgers. Shout out Folgers as well. Can I get a sponsorship? No, I really. Keurig. Keurig. No, not. What do I even have? Gosh, I don't even know. What do you have? We have the other one. We have coffee ninjas and Tara doesn't even drink coffee. So I don't know how we're friends. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I drink really black strong tea though. So it's, it's okay. the same. Yeah, me too. Okay. Yeah. It's it's, is it the same? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, Elise. Please go ahead and share if you wouldn't mind to share good. with us. Yes. Okay. So how I got into baby sign language. So I have one of those moms and dads. My parents are just like our family's rock and they're just the type of people where whatever they say, you know, later on in life, you're like, oh, they were right. Oh, there they are in my head again. Oh, that came true. That happened. That happened. So everything that we ever need, we ask my parents for. So when London was about six months old, my mom encouraged us to teach her baby sign language. So without 
any other words, you know, Gold and I are like, yes, doing it, like, you know, whatever they say to the point where just the other day we were talking about something and we were disagreeing on how to handle the situation. And he goes, well, have you called your mom and asked her how we should? And I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> so whatever my mom says, that just proves like she's really, and my dad, but especially with parenting with my mom, very wise. She was a teacher. She was a teacher of special education. She's just got a lot of uh, tricks up her sleeve for parenting. So she encouraged us and said, you know, it's very helpful. It's used with kids that can hear, that can't hear, that have delayed speech. It's used in all different types of therapies, etc. And it really just bridges that gap in the months or years when your child knows exactly what you're saying, but they can't verbally say it back to you. We all have kids where it's like, oh, they just understood exactly what I said, like, you know, <laughs> everything. And, and it's the same thing as when you're like talking to your 10-month-old or your 15-month-old and you're like, where's your nose? Point to your nose. You know, where's your knee? They, they know exactly what you're saying. They can point to their knee. They can, right? So they, they know these words. Well, it's fascinating that if you teach your child or baby or toddler sign language they are able to communicate with you in a real language in those months or years before they can speak. That's how this book happened was I kind of show a lot of stuff live on my stories. And it was this real life experiment that I was showing, teaching London. And when it worked and when, you know, she first, you know, because there's a month or so where I'm just teaching her and there's no reciprocation back. I'm just signing and saying the word every single time I'm nursing her. I'm saying, do you want milk? And I'm doing the sign for milk. And that's just opening and closing your fist as easy as that. Do you want milk? Then I put her on the boob, nurse her. I'm, and then I'm talking to her. We're drinking milk right now. Milk is good. And then when we were done, I would do the sign all done. We're all done with our milk. So you just incorporate the signs with the words that you're saying all throughout the day and they're watching you. They're absorbing everything. And that moment where the first time your child signs back to you and you're like, did, did this just happen? Like they, <laughs> what? Like it makes you fall off your chair as a parent, but then it is the most motivating because you're like, wow, I, I need to teach them more words. So again, that's kind of how the book also happened was because it was this live experiment that that the world or the world the, the small amount of people that follow me those people <laughs> got to see live right and so then they're sharing it with their friends and then they're pregnant or they're like oh my brother would love this or oh my sister-in-law or you know this is fascinating and i would kind of show a real live moment in the chaos of London first started signing back to me when we got traded. It was the week we got traded from the Lions to the Eagles. So it was, again, chaos. I had to move a whole house by myself. I was pregnant and I had a nine or 10 month old. Oh, my gosh. It, yeah, just that. Like, that's why I'm like, oh, this is easy. I'm like moving right now. They're, you know, they can kind of self-sustain for a couple minutes. <laughs> but, uh, you know, she would, instead of crying, and I just remember the scene, like there's boxes everywhere to the ceiling and she's crying and she yanks on my leg and I'm like, London, what's wrong? And she looks right at me and she signs bed. And I was like, wait, what? And a bed, <laughs> all it is, is just putting your, 
you know, the palm of your hand, put it on your cheek kind of ear area and tilt your head to the side and that's bed. And I was like, she just told me she wanted to go to bed. Like she was like, enough mom, enough with this. Mm. And so sure enough, I, I said, you want to go to bed? You want to, you want to sleep right now? And her eyes light up and she can't say the words, mom, I want to go to bed. She's nine to 10 months old in that range. But she signed to me bed exactly what she wanted. I immediately picked her up, zigzagged through the boxes, went to her room that was, everything was out but the crib. And I put her down and it was like, wow, it was way before her bedtime, you know? So I'm not a mind reader. How would I have known that she wanted to go to bed right then? Like She was over it. Of course, now thinking back, like what a hectic day for her that that was of all the moving and she was exhausted. And just because of that simple sign not only did it save her, but it saved me. Like I didn't have this screaming child that I just couldn't, you know, it wasn't her bedtime. So I would have tried to put her in the high chair. I would have tried to feed her. I would have tried to, you know, are you hot? Are you cold? Like you're, you're trying, you're doing your best as a mom and teaching them sign language. They can tell you what they need. And it's the same thing. Like during that move, she would sign milk like, Oh, Oh, you're hungry. You, okay. I would nurse her. Like She's happy. I'm happy. It was just amazing. And I would show it, you know, live. I was like, you guys, she just signed milk to me. Like, do it again, London, do it again. And that's when all the DMs would like pour in and emails and what I want to do this. What book do you recommend? And I didn't have like that starter resource to recommend since I bought $300 worth of books and none were the (laughs) (laughs) go-to. So yeah, I started writing down everything I wish I had in one book. I love that story. What's so empowering is like you think for the baby, obviously it's helpful that they can tell you, but man, as a mom, just to be able to go, yes, I know what you want and I can do that. Let's, let's close this up. That's amazing. Yes. The empowerment that the child feels and the mom feels the mood change and just the connection. I was just on a podcast with Dr. Meg Meeker the other day, and she was saying, you know, all of the, and it was fascinating to to chat with her because she was explaining how, you know, wow, this would be amazing for children that have just different like separation anxiety issues or so, you know, so that they feel the closeness so that they feel understood. And she was like listing out, I was like, wow, you just advertised the book like this entire (laughs) podcast. She was just like listing off all the reasons why this matters, like cognitively, why it matters for the neurons in their brain and why it helps connect the dot for language and why their milestones are hit sooner if they're taught sign language. And it's just fascinating, you know, to learn about it. Of course, at the time I was just doing it for the basics of now my child can speak to me when, you know, she can't say words yet, but it has, it has helped her with every milestone and my son. It has, it's helped us in so many ways. And that's the title of the book, sign me up for a happy home. That's just what it's done for us. It's just made our home a little bit happier on, you know, these little moments that that turn to help your days. So Elise, did Golden also learn sign language? Yes, absolutely. So I'm like, oh, you you have the success with the first one. You're like, there is no way I'm not doing this with, you know, the second (laughs) is I and we hope to have more kids. So I, I hope that we have more and we can. That's definitely what we're going to be doing with all of our kids. So yeah, our son signed as well. And he still does. They both still do. So they're almost two and three. 
And like, this is not just for babies. This is for toddlers. This is for truly, it helps every age. So an example that it helps a two-year-old, because people are always saying like, my, my daughter's 17 months. Like, did I miss the boat? And I'm like, no, it's even easier to start at 17 months because they're very much aware of what you're saying. They're able to use their hands, you know, signing in the beginning for kids that are much younger. It first off, it takes a lot longer of all the repetition. They can't do the signs perfectly because their fine motor skills aren't as developed. Get the book, teach them all 15 signs and you will, you know, I guarantee if your 17 month old can't say these 15 words yet, they can sign these 15 words to you. And it's just, it's amazing. So my son, he's 22 months old. Quick story. Last week, we are getting ready to go to the park in New Jersey. It's so freaking cold here. That's can't wait to get back to California. And we are bundled. There's like a million mittens. He looks like a marshmallow. And we are, I'm, ta- <laughs> I'm taking them to the park by myself. So you know what that's like. Like two kids by yourself to the park. You're like crossing your fingers. Please, Lord, let this go well. Uh, little golden, we call him goalie. He is crying, throwing a fit before we even get out the door. I mean, we are, mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, you know, I'm trying. I'm, I'm, I'm doing the best I can. I'm, I don't need to be taking you to the park right now. I have all this work to do. I just, why are you crying? And so I'm like, looking at him, whatever, and he's just losing it. So I just get down on his level, and I say, goalie, tell mommy what's wrong. And he looks right at me. He calms down because I'm looking at him and all attention on him. And he signs diaper. Mm. And I was like, wow, wow. You know, my son can say a lot of words in English and in Spanish, but he cannot say, mom, I need my diaper to be changed. He can't say that. Yeah. But he can sign diaper. And he just, that moment changed. If I didn't get down and ask him like, Goldie, what's wrong? And if he didn't know how to sign diaper, I, I don't know what I would have done. I mean, I would have been throwing him in the car seat. He would have been flailing around. I Again, moms were not mind readers. Like, how do we know exactly what they need at that moment? Like, I would have thought that something was wrong with his coat or his mittens, or maybe he was being pinched, or maybe he had a splinter, or he's too hot. I don't know. You know? Maybe he's just, you know, being a punk toddler. <laughs> right. Like, you have no idea. But then to to empower your child and give them the gift of communication and just being less frustrated. And so the second he signed diaper to me, I just looked at him and I was like, wow, you want me to change your diaper? And then his whole mood changes. Mm. He is exactly understood. I pick him up. We are, I'm so happy. I could, I've never been happier to change a diaper in my life. You know, (laughs) like, let's do this. And we had a great day at the park, but you know, he, his coat was so big and marshmallowy. Like I couldn't have felt felt that at the time, you know, and I have two kids and all the crap. So really, truly, it is just, there are constant moments at any age group that sign language is helping our family. And I just keep showing it. And then, you know, my daughter's three and I'm still seeing it. My kids are knocking, mommy, let them in. Oh gosh, no, (laughs) they would be, let them in. (laughs) Daddy's got them. We, we, We got to take advantage of this. 
Mm-mm. Well, the sign for outside is yes. in your book. So you should yes. make sure that you use that. Let them come to the door. Tell them go outside. Uh, I <laughs> yeah. love it. People that are interested in learning more about baby sign language, what are some of the top tips that you would offer to mothers and parents who really are looking at this new language as a way of teaching their babies or toddlers to communicate when there's that communication gap? Yes. Okay. Well, first, and I'm not just saying, I mean, I've got to say it. You've got to get the book. You've got to get the book because it is the top 15 starter signs. And it is truly everything I wish I had in one book all the way from it's a board book. It is not, it is not going to, you know, be ripped to shreds. It is not, it's drool proof. You know, there's a table of contents like in the front. I feel like any mom that would write a book would do this because my issue when I was trying to learn sign is I had all these books everywhere and I would try to find the right book with the right page and the right word. And then the moment has passed, right? And I'm flipping through every, and I'm like, come on, like, let's just put water in the back. And then when moms are super busy, they'll just flip to the last page and boom, they've found the sign for water. I promise you it's going to excite you because you're going to see how now you can communicate. And then, then I would suggest getting all of the the bigger glossary books and everything. But the biggest thing, even for me, is repetition. I can't say this enough. It's like you can't get the book and then just like read through it once. If you're going to learn any word, like if I'm going to learn a word in Japanese, if I hear it one time, I wouldn't be able to correctly say it back and I wouldn't be able to use it in this context, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Right. But if I heard it all day long, Let's just say in Spanish, because I don't know Japanese and I do know Spanish, (laughs) right? (laughs) So I'm like, let's switch this. If I heard leche over and over and over for milk throughout the day, and I heard it every single time, whether you're nursing or you're preparing a bottle or you're getting out the formula or whatever, if you're saying it over and over and over, they're going to quickly be able to recognize that is what the word corresponds to, right? Yeah. So that's the biggest thing really is... These basic signs are easy, but it's just the repetition. So even for myself and on our Instagram, just sign me up. I have, you know, different tips and stuff. And I love this one tip of the sticky note tip because it's something I truly do. And that's just for us moms to remember to do it. So I have a sticky note like on the diaper changing area that says sign diaper, sign Mm. all done. On the fridge, I put a sticky note that says water, milk, eat, all done. Like just reminding myself to do the signs because Mm -hmm. I'm going to be saying the words naturally all throughout the day. It's up to me whether I also pair it with the sign so that the child can make that connection. And if you do, they've got it. Like we all know kids are sponges. They know what we're saying and it's just, that's the biggest tip that I can give is to whatever you got to do, whether it's sticky notes or however you can remind yourself to always do the sign and say method where every time you're saying the word, you got to do the sign with it. Awesome. Repetition, repetition, repetition. pairing it with the spoken word. And mm-hmm. of course, getting your book, Sign Me Up for a Happy Home. And you'd mentioned your second book. Can we yes. kind of get a preview or some information about that? And then let us know where we can get your books. Yes. Okay. So it's just shopsignmeup.com for resources, everything. There's free printable coloring pages, etc. And the second book is Sign Me Up for Happy Eating. Ooh, we're getting that. Yes. And it is just 15 words 
related to food because I wanted to put so many words, but I'm like, okay, no, the first one needs to just be a starter book where it's just like everything, you know, throughout the day. But I really noticed when I was teaching, you know, our kids sign is I swear half the day we're trying to like prepare meals and then we're trying to make our kid get in the high chair and then we're trying to make our kid eat the food. <laughs> right? Yeah. Kanji and I have talked about this. Why are we always having to feed them? I'm very confused. They eat like, all the why? time. Yeah. And why don't they eat it? Right? <laughs> right. Like, right. Like so annoying. So I, this is another cool story about London was maybe 11 months old and she loves spaghetti. Okay. She loves spaghetti. So I'm sitting there trying to get her full before her nap. She's in her high chair and she will not eat the spaghetti. She is throwing it on the floor. I'm frustrated. She's frustrated. It's not going well. Like we can all imagine the spaghetti everywhere. Okay. So I'm like, why you love spaghetti? I'm getting frustrated. And finally I just stop. I just looked at her and I said, London, what's wrong? Like, what do you want to eat? Because we'd been doing a lot of food words as well. And she looked right at me, put her hand straight. Like imagine you're going to shake someone's hand. So you put your hand out and then imagine your hand is the fish. And so, and then your fish is swimming upstream. So you kind of wiggle it upstream. Mm-hmm. If that made any sense, like your hand yeah. is the fish and you're wiggling it upstream. So my 11 month old looks at me like in her mind, she's like, you dummy, I don't want the spaghetti. And she signed to me fish. Mm, and I was wow. like, are you kidding? Like this, th- that was the best. Again, it's like you, you've never been more happy to change that diaper. Again, I couldn't read her mind. And so for us, I taught her and Golden that fish meant tuna fish. So if I'm making them a tuna fish sandwich, we would associate fish with tuna. So I was like, wow, you want a tuna fish sandwich? Mind blowing that she at 11 months, I'm confused why she's not eating the spaghetti, but she's not confused. She wanted a tuna fish sandwich. And because she knew the sign for fish, she was able to tell me that. Right. Elise, I do have a couple of suggestions for the book, Sign Me Up for Happy Eating, which is going to help with mom. Okay. Tara's like, (laughs) oh Lord. But yes. Okay. So can we include the word tacos? Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, we would, would like tacos. Okay, we would like we, tacos. Yes. What else? Um, I know in your first book we say more, which is what mm-hmm. all of us need is just more. <laughs> right. But we also yep. need no more snacks. No more snacks. <laughs> yeah. No more. No. So no. Should you want me to put no on there? Put no. Yeah. Yeah. Or say like no daddy more. too knows how to get snacks. <laughs> so we have it's to so let funny. kids know that we are not the only people in the house taking over the refrigerator. Ask daddy. Oh, yes. That's the sign. Ask daddy. Is, we, you know what, Ask Tara? Daddy. I think we're I all going to join this entrepreneurial thing. We're going to have our own little sign language thing for That's moms. Right. Like, it's going to be sarcastic so- mom sign language. <laughs> Wait, we have to talk about yes. this. For <laughs> a really happy home, this is the a sign really? language. You need to know. Oh, and because I'm taking the words from your first book, Sign Me Up for a Happy Home, Elise. Yes. And I'm going to take it when Tara and I finally go out and see people again. We're going <laughs> to use these sign languages when we're out in the club. Yeah. I'm saying in the club. We're not going in to the club. club. We're, going, club. we're going to the cycling <laughs> studio. Like when we're out at the gym club. And I'll you're yeah, like, yeah, I'm all done know. with this. Well, I, I like, am all done. I'm going to say bed. Yeah. All done. Bed. Or I'm water. going outside. Water. Thank you. Yes. All of these are so Please. useful. Not only for oh, all of your words, Elise, so helpful. Not only for um, dealing with our and communicating with babies and toddlers, but for communicating with each other. So other moms. 
Let's right? get these books so we know. And of course, the deaf community. And that's a another thing that I've really gotten to learn so much about, got to be a voice for them, an advocate. I'm, I do a give back program where every single month I partner with a different organization, whether it's this month, it's helping moms and children who are dealing with either domestic abuse or violence. So we're partnering with my sister's place, New York. Every month is different. So we're helping the deaf community. We're helping different children's hospitals. All of these different programs that for one way or another could really use our book and support. And that's been absolutely amazing. And then Also, I have made a great friend through learning and collaborating with this gal. Her name is Colleen Farrell, and she was born 100% deaf and holds a master's degree in deaf studies, sign language teaching. So I had her edit the book because that was really important to me. This needs to be technically correct. It needs to be written from the standpoint of Let's take out all the intimidation factor. If you know nothing about sign, I promise you, you can pick up this book. I've tested it on eight-year-olds. Like, can you do all the signs? And they can literally look at it and do it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. You know, so (laughs) it needs to be written from the standpoint of someone who has no idea about sign, but it also needs to be edited by someone who was born 100% deaf and holds a master's degree in death studies. Colleen and I have become great friends. Like we literally text like on the reg. I probably texted her four times today, not even, <laughs> not even about the book. That was really important to me to make sure that it was technically correct because that's another thing on my list of everything I wanted in one book was all these books I bought. Some would just be like a snapshot. Mm-hmm. And so it would just be like a frozen frame of like a picture and there was like no movement. And so when I bought this book, it was published by some big company. I'm pick, I'm like, oh, that's the sign. And then I'm looking at this other book and it shows it. And I'm like, wait, why does this one look a bit different? Why does this one have movement? You know, wait, the, what? This isn't like, I wanted to make sure that there was no confusion and that it was a hundred percent technically correct. So that's a promise that. I can give through the help of Colleen Farrell, who has edited this one. I have posters because I was like, wait, why do I have all these learning posters all over my nursery? Like, you know, planets, colors, stars. I'm like, why do I have all these posters, but I don't have a poster of my own book? Mm. So (laughs) I just released a poster and it's a supplement to the book. It's not, you know, it doesn't have the deeper dive and it doesn't help with with everything because it's more of a visual aid. Right. But again, it's kind of like that sticky note. It's that big sticky note. So I like put it in a high traction area where you can reference it and you're reminded to sign. Because as moms, like that's all we have to do is just sign and say, and then your kids will get it and they'll feel so empowered. That's amazing. amazing. You, Elise, have been so wonderful. And we love that you are willing to share your knowledge with other moms in our mom community. And that's what it's all about, being resources and sharing God's gift that he's given us with other moms. And I just wanted to say on a personal level, I love your heart. Thank you for for sharing and making sure that all of our children are represented in your book and celebrating diversity and helping to start to bridge the communication gap with our kids. It's super important and we love it. And, and we just love you and welcoming new moms to our family and our community. 
we will make sure that we put all of your information, including your IG handles and information on how we can get the book on our show notes so that our family, once we, the second book comes out, people can buy that one as well. And again, I'm going to be, I'm going to turn to page four and look for tacos the second that page comes out. Yeah, we're going to need taco (laughs) and ask daddy. Yeah, I'm I'm keeping this, uh, I'm keeping this sign me up sarcastic mom's edition in the back. I think we need to get this um, for next year. We're going to talk about this. So there is like a version of that, like kind of being written right now where I was like, I don't know how this is going to be perceived, but if every single page was funny. So like the, if you look at the sorry page, Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. like, it's kind of like subtly in there, but it's a little girl saying sorry because she spilt mommy's wine. I saw the mommy. And it's called mommy juice on it. I love that. Yes, I saw that. Yes. 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 <laughs> the bottle. I wrote mommy's juice because that's what I told that's my kids. Hilarious. Like, oh, some mommy's juice. Mm-hmm. So, yes. So I was like, wait, wouldn't that be funny if like somehow we could incorporate every single page would be like a joke? Yeah. But I didn't want to be offensive in any way. And like, since this is a true spoken language and you know, my first priority was to make sure that we are helping the deaf community and we are, but I'm like, you know, so that was something I talked to Colleen about. I'm like, why am I, why am I assuming this? Or why am I worried about this? Like, why don't I just talk to the deaf community about it and see what they think about it? That's, that's the best way that I thought to go about it. And, you know, Colleen thought it was hilarious and she was sharing some of her um, mom friends. So we do have some little some funny things coming out. So I love that you're already you're already on track with that. We're ready. You have a fan <laughs> for life in me and Tara and hopefully other members of our family and our community. For sure. Again, we know oh, it's dinner you. time. So take your culinary skills and rescue your husband because he probably is like, where's mommy? Hey. Uh, hey. He's doing the sign for help right now. He's doing the sign for That's help. Right. It's help. For, That's right. It's, for, it's not just for kids. It's for our adult kids, our husbands. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Thank you so much for joining the conversation. And again, all of the information on where people can get Sign Me Up for a Happy Home is going to be there. And please just keep us posted on when the second book drops and, of course, the third book. All right. It's such a pleasure and a privilege to meet you and to share space with your new friend. Thank you so much, Elise. Well, thank you guys so much. I was so excited to be invited by you guys. And again, I think you guys are hilarious and amazing. And I have... You know, I've subscribed and listened to so many of your podcasts. So I just, I can't even believe that it's such an honor to be on one. So thank you so much. We'll have you back when the second book drops. And of course, the third one that we are (laughs) co-authoring. That's right. Our funny one. Our funny one. That's right. Can't wait. Man, so Elise Tate, she was a lot of fun. Tara, I really think that Elise and her book, total game changer. I agree with you. I think that it's really great that she saw a need in our motherhood community, a comprehensive book that you could use to communicate with babies. And she developed something that's so user-friendly and it's so relevant and it's so pertinent and love everything about it. I agree. And I think she was so intentional about the way she produced it. It's really impressive. So wrapping up this week's episode, it really was wonderful to add another mom and her voice to our family and to learn about something that I really was ignorant about, baby sign language. And I hope that our community found something useful and some really good tips that they could take away from our conversation today. Absolutely. I'm excited for you guys to hear the podcast today. And we always love having you with us. Make sure that you're subscribing so you don't miss any future episodes. And as always, if you're enjoying the show, please rate us, leave us reviews. We read every single one of them. We love hearing from you, whatever platform you're on, whether it be Apple, 
Amazon, Spotify, Google. We're here for you and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you. And this week, with this episode being originally released, we would love to honor and celebrate the life of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. Again, his legacy lives on and let us continue to be a beacon of light, even when it seems that sometimes it can be darkness around us. Know that we have hope and his legacy is one of love and of enduring faith and diversity and a celebration thereof. So that wraps up another episode of Motherhood in Black and White. You know that we'll be back next week, same time, same place. Guard your health, mental, physical, and spiritual, and take good care, podcast family. Elise? I'm here. Hello. Hi. You sound amazing. This is Kanji. How are you? Hi, Kanji. I'm great. How are you? Doing so well. We actually had to kick Tara off of her connection and she's dialing right back in. No worries. And so you can meet her. But we wanted to take the time to say thank you so much for agreeing to chat with us. And thank you for writing this book. It's amazing. I love it. Yay! You're so welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so pumped. I've been listening to a bunch of your podcasts. You guys are basically comedians. Oh. Like, oh. so funny. We think so. Joey, I, wait, you, wait, Tara's back. You heard that, Hi. Tara. We're comedians. I did. We're comedians. Okay. See, Joey, we're funny. See, I need to tell my son we're funny. Okay, so of course, we really wanted to talk about how you got into teaching baby sign language, your relationship with your mother. We want to talk about London and Golden. They're two and one now. Is that correct? So London's almost three. She'll be three next week. Mm -hmm. And little goalie will be two in February. So we had them um, 13 months apart. And with our crazy NFL life, I'm telling you, I mean, I just, <laughs> we have boxes everywhere. It's just, we move on Friday back home because oh. the NFL season's over. So I've been watching your um, Instagram and I saw your pictures of all those kids like you took everything out of the room so you could pack them up at night. It made me laugh so hard. I'm like, that's genius. <laughs> you have to. Like, that's the only way. And right now I was just making dinner and I had like a reminder go off and I was like, sorry, babe. And I like had it already. It was enchiladas. And I'm like, all you have to do is scoop the filling in and roll it up and throw it in the oven. Like everything is done. Oh, so nice. like, you know, I just threw, I'm in the room with all the clothes that we, you know, are keeping for the, the next couple days. So I threw their pajamas out the door and locked it. <laughs> I was like, don't come in here. So we are going to officially welcome this amazing, humorous voice to the conversation, Elise. I didn't know you were such a comedian as well. I'm not a comedian. Oh my gosh, that's just real life. So yeah, it's it's a, it's funny what, what basically happens to, to me on an everyday basis. I'm like, what is going on? Like, how is this real? But thank you. <laughs> thank you for having me. And yeah, I know you said comedian because I first said that about you guys. You guys are the comedians. You guys are hilarious. Well, we always have room for a trio. So if you want to be, <laughs> what is that famous comedy trio? Tara. Uh, three Stooges? The three, oh, ooh, ooh, I was like, three blind mice? I don't know. <laughs> so maybe we could be like the Three Stooges, but the sexy Three Stooges. That, oh, thank you. Hey, thank you. Hey. Please. Yeah, so yeah, family, yeah. we're welcoming Elise Tate to the conversation, who is the author of Sign Me Up for a Happy Home. 